everybody. So it's the day after the royal wedding where everyone was chanting and singing, <laughs> she's your queen to be. Like, all off key, it is your girl. Joy has questions here once again. Thanks for tuning in with me. And before I even get started on everything that you all love to hear and listen to me discuss, I have got to give it up. <laughs> so... Edges in the black community, it's a real conversation. A lot of y'all don't have any. And it's just because, (laughs) you know, lack of of patience (laughs) and just really hearing the ancestors when they telling you to go get Shea Moisture products. So Celeste Reed is someone who from day one has kept her edges moisturized. (laughs) And now look how the spirits are blessing her. She out here got like. You know, the goal is for seven streams of income. She had like 5.68 when it comes to that. She right at the top. This is a girl I graduated college with. She is, let, let's start off, a fashion designer, a brand ambassador for two of the most reputable brands out there, Ellie Activewear, as well as Shoe Dazzle. The number one job is she's a sickening mama. Got her daughter Lily sitting here quiet eating cheese sandwiches. You know, the baby got manners. She says, thank you. Clearly, she's giving home training to her next queen in the making. And yes. then on top of it, is a cosmetologist has done helped me out with my sewing. Was a little <laughs> loose because someone ain't put them in correctly. I was just like, "Thank you, girl, come through." So I'm excited and Yay. happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. Yay! <laughs> so let's get right down to it. You all know what it is. With you better know. So I specifically had a petty spirit this morning because I woke up and found out that Instagram as well as Facebook had sat there and removed my body positivity picture. So I specifically (laughs) went on a hunt for a black woman that had done something sickening in the (laughs) technological fields. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is where it starts. Apparently muffin top is triple rated now. But you got Kim K showing 50 million ways of her inner and outer labia exactly. to sell body glitter. But I can't put up a bathing suit picture. Fix the algorithm, Facebook. You Please. ain't fooling nobody. <laughs> Anyhow, so because of that, um, without further ado, this week I'm shining a light on Dr. Shirley Ann Jackson, who was born in 1946. Um, Mama is still here on planet Earth, slaying in all her cocoa butter glory, yes. perfecting these proofs and formulas. <laughs> she is the yes. truth. Let's just run through her resume real quick. We, t- we are talking about like a scientific Oprah here. So she is an American physicist. She's the 18th president of the Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute. Don't know. It just sounds real white and science-like. Um, <laughs> where she has raised over $1 billion, I said that with a B, in philanthropic causes. She is the first mm-hmm. African-American woman to earn a doctorate at MIT. Mm. Then she is the second African American woman in the U.S. The first was Dr. Willie Hobbs Moore, and she's the first to be awarded with the National Medal of Science. In mm. running through what she has, basically her scientific research has ran through to discover. While working at AT and T Bell Laboratories, she has led to the following: the portable fax machine, touch tone phones, solar cells, fiber optic tel- uh, cables, as well as technology behind caller ID and call waiting. Mm. So, Snaps. she didn't know that <laughs> what she did was going to be used for evil. You know, when guys were like, "Oh, babe, my my mom on the other line," or "Oh, the call dropped," I didn't even know. <laughs> like, she didn't know that that was going to happen. She was just out here trying to help the community, community. and get her coin. Born and raised in D.C., she was the valedictorian of Roosevelt Senior High School. Now, she was one of 20 African-American students at MIT in 1964. 
did research just to be shady. Stats ain't really changed because in 2017, out of 11,000 students that they had, both graduate as well as undergrad, they only had a combined 384 African-American students. So when we talk about getting kids involved in STEM and why it's so important still, in 2017, the school has less than 30% of African-American representation. Mm. She graduated in 1968. So, come on, y'all. Y'all been had time for this. Get it together. Um, So, while she was out here kicking ass and taking names, had the nerve to find time to volunteer (laughs) at the YMCA as well as the Boston City Hospital. Then, on top of it, plot twist, she graduated with a degree in solid state physics. I don't... What? Their states look. Right. Just gonna keep it real. (laughs) I failed geometry twice. You just have to live in your truth, okay? Mm -hmm. And the only thing that that raggedy-ass class taught me is that a diagonal is most definitely quicker than a straight line. So if I'm (laughs) walking with you and I take off to cut through somebody's random alley... Mad quick. (laughs) It's because I am trying to get to where I am going, okay? That is where my science... Hers continued. So at the end of the day, we are out here celebrating Dr. Shirley Ann Jackson, because that's when you just got to say the whole name. You can't be like, hey, girl. So let me make it clear, Mark Zuckerberg, while you out here wearing the same crispy, raggedy-ass gray sweatshirts and flagging my post Mm. that I paid 30 good American black-ass dollars for in the first place, then you need to run through your little Rolodex and you find Dr. Shirley Ann because clearly she just sat there with all her hidden figures technology and Mm -hmm. figured out what the hell you all are doing wrong. Mm. Because I know about 20 girls on IG right now that is hashtagging twerk videos and being left the hell alone. But I can't show people the fact that I'm finally comfortable in the fact that I jiggle a little bit. Thank you, Dr. Shirley Ann Jackson. <laughs> and now we are moving on to the next segment because I am highly upset. <laughs> God, no. Um, so according to IG, girl, let's just get right into it. Yes. We've always been about fashion. Mm-hmm. Also, having gone to Roosevelt, like, not to be rude, but just being honest, you know, sometimes people believe that the only thing worth wearing in Chicago is, like, blue, gray, and red. Mm-hmm. And we both will come in class in colors, Fabulous. accessories, <laughs> yes. you know, just giving it to the girls. So, the royal wedding happened. Yes, it did. I know people that actually woke, like, this was their Beachella. They they woke up mm-hmm. to What's see next? it. <laughs> Snacks and drinks. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I already knew Instagram was going to have me memed ready by the time I comfortably got up. And I, I had to. shit to do. Definitely so. sleep. <laughs> Definitely sleep. I per- what were, Okay. Being from shallow, then going into deeper topics. Yes. Like, what was your opinion? Because I looked at the dress and I was like, sis, how Diana been dead, like, for damn near 30 years and her dress is still killing both of y'all like she looks better than kate and megan Mm -hmm. that's my opinion what was yours i wish she would have did something a little bit more flashy you know just some sparkles even a little glitter a little beading something can i get a lace collar a handkerchief a little side cleavage side boobs something (laughs) so here's where my mind went with it right because i was just like okay well if she's the wife of the second son like not Mm -hmm. even trying to be shady but it's not like they ever going to be, like, literally at this right. point, he's fifth in line. The whole family ain't about to die. Right. So, and ain't nobody abdicating, you know? Right. So at the end of the day, it's kind of just like, I thought she could have afforded to be a little bit more fitted. Yeah, a little. If that mm, makes sense. Yeah. And also, I did do my research, because apparently they say, like, 
depending on what the economy of the country is or the United Kingdom, they take that into consideration Mm -hmm. with, you know, how flash they look. Like, Marie Antoinette is real. Mm -hmm. People ain't out here trying to, like, be eating cake and living it up and everybody else out here like, bitch, I can't even pay for Cinnamon Toast Crunch. (laughs) What are y'all doing? I just, even when I looked at Kate's dress, Kate's dress fit her. Yeah, it was, it was, it it, it fit her, like her personality. And her body. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, Kate is kind of like vanilla to me. Like, you don't know what she ever be thinking. Yeah. (laughs) And that's why I was just like, how you let a chick that ain't even got no personality outshine you? Yeah. I need a little bit more. Just a little bit. Just a little bit more. I wasn't, I mean. It's just very, very simple. It's like extremely simple. Let me also just say this. I went to church yesterday, so I didn't feel that bad about Mm -hmm. missing it today. Because Archbishop Curry, (laughs) I was like, you better confuse these white people. They the stairs like, huh? When I saw the queen sitting, like, somebody was trying not to laugh. Mm -hmm. I I was like, I I feel it. I feel like the only two people or three people who was into it Mm -hmm. was, like, Serena. And then you had uh, Oprah. Oprah was swaying. Man, she was fire. (laughs) Come on, hat. You could tell (laughs) Oprah was about to get out the seat and be like, you tell this message. She wore her best church hat. To the world wedding. She was like, where's the mint julep tea? Yes. And where are my crumpets? I've them. been royalty. I, <laughs> I just, I really did appreciate that, but I kind of, was I the only one who just looked at it like, I get why people were going up for the wedding. Because, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, she is the closest thing in a very long time in the United Kingdom. I don't think they, no, they've well, never had a black never royal. Had, yeah, she's first. She's the first. Right. She's the first. But have you ever done, have you done research on Meghan Markle in terms of like some of the comments that she said or? I have not, not as far as the comments, no. Okay. So she always likes to emphasize that she is a mixed race woman. And I'm not biracial. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, I'm super have Native American uh, Mm -hmm. ancestry from my grandma and great grandma. I also have German ancestry, so I wouldn't be sitting here, you know, going like, mm-hmm. ooh, let's go, you know, get a Polish and, right. you know, toss it up like I'm one step removed. Right. But I'm like, girl, we live in a world where if you got any black, like... Maybe the one drop rule. You black. And I'm like, <laughs> you 50 drops. Like, right. you're half. And I mean, you're super light, and, and that's also, to me, what was interesting to see, like, the whole... Oh, man, this is the first black royal. I'm like, if this is what has y'all in a tizzy, he ain't out here marrying Lupita Nyong'o. Right. Like, Meghan Markle looked like she got a permanent tan. Like, we're dark compared to Meghan Markle. (laughs) That's why I was just like, I guess. Yeah, I was like, "Mm." She's cute, though. I'll give it to her. That definitely was like, he is in love. Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure, for sure. I I didn't know she was black at first because she didn't look black mm-hmm. um until you know she started speaking and saying that she was mixed um but that's when i finally realized that oh okay you are you you know you're black but it's like you you she didn't appear to me physically as a black woman and that's the thing like i knew we weren't gonna get to raji right but i'm like little curls let me, let you me know? see some curls <laughs> i'm like i'm like oh if she ever just step just out natural if she steps out <laughs> onto the balcony in a wash and go, I I'm going to fall out because I'm just like, that's pretty epic. So, no. So, I think, like, definitely, like, you can tell that he is in love with her. This For is sure. his boo. Um, 
the royal family is kind of just like, well, it's here now. Yep. So like, no escaping. You know, going back, bitch. <laughs> right. She gonna have seasoned food and other sides yes. than green beans and chicken, which yes. apparently is what the cream been making them eat for fifty years. Mm-hmm. So I'm here for it. Moving right along, everybody's favorite rapper who loves to say things like philosophize and <laughs> hypothesize. You know, dudes read one book in jail and now they right. out here telling everybody how to live. <laughs> Ti mm-hmm. got arrested for being drunk. And just doing T.I. things once again. So, earlier this week, he basically got denied access into his compound. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, it was his house, right? Mm -hmm. And then got the police called on him. He even called the house and Tiny was like, yes, it's him. Like, let him in. So, I don't know. Is this a thing of... T.I. just doing the most, or is it also, like, when you heard the story, is this something, like, black people having to explain every little thing? I feel like it's a little bit of both, you know, because he's a little extra, does uh, does the most on several occasions. But <laughs> it's also the fact that why do I have to verify that this is mine? Right. You know, um, that we have to, all, as black people, we always have to explain something, like, oh, I'm here because, or this is mine because, like, it's it's a little bit of both to me. I don't even know. At first, I was trying to find, like, was the security guard Mm -hmm. white? Was he black? Then I thought, I'm like, I don't really care about that. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, whether he was black or white, it's annoying that he had to explain himself on that grand scale, you Mm -hmm. know? Now, I would be interested to see where this goes because I'm pretty sure he is still on probation from the last 30 times he then went to jail. Because I don't (laughs) see them being like, we're going to let you off on these fed charges. Mm -hmm you'll be just fine, you know? Mm-hmm. So, right. but I will say also the last time he went to jail was when Hustle, Family Hustle was starting because that's yeah. when they turned him into like the hip hop yeah. Heathcliff, you mm-hmm. know? So I'm just like, bring back the show. Let's see how you like get through this next case because you know they're about to give right. you a dumb one unless mm-hmm. like hopefully they drop the charges. Hopefully, yeah. But I just, I, I'm just tired of explaining shit. Yeah, it's a little unreasonable. To explain about my whereabouts and, you know, my things or my home. Like, you shouldn't have to explain why I'm here. Right. And I could even understand. (laughs) Remember when they were going through their hard time Mm -hmm. and she had got her own house? Mm -hmm. I could understand that if he showed up to the house she got, like, to give themselves distance. Then I could be like. You shouldn't have been there. Okay, well. When she come out here and drive down the hill mm-hmm. to come pick your ass up, then, then fine. Come. But until right. then. But if this is the compound you know they both living at, right. like, what is wrong with you? Right. And I'm sorry. I I know for a fact I'd have flipped my in all my Nat Turner glory. If you sitting here, I didn't pay how much, how many millions to live here. And I can't come in. And I'm drunk explain. and probably got to pee. Oh, hell no. And I got to explain? What? No. Everything the light touches is getting burned to the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd have gladly been. And now, you can take me to jail and you can take him to the hospital. And everybody getting fired. <laughs> everybody. Lights. Ha ha. Somebody getting fired. Like, full on Beyonce <laughs> mm-hmm. mode. But just rolling right along then in terms of from one minor black incident mm-hmm. or being alive while black in 2018. I heard a story, like, I say this all the time. Lynching is still happening in this country. It's mm-hmm. never stopped. And this latest story I heard, I brought it up to my coworkers at work mm-hmm. because they were losing their minds over the lead poisoning issue in Chicago. And I'm like, well, we've been known that the Water Reclamation Department as well as just Nine Finger Ron ain't on shit. Right. So I already knew what was happening mm-hmm. there. 
But there's a boy in Houston, Texas this week that got kidnapped, Xavion Parker, mm-hmm. and was damn near lynched. Like, he ran away with his life. He's a 13-year-old. He was kidnapped and taken to an abandoned building where four white teens and their dad. Mind you, the daddy had a lovely, this wasn't no NIMAG, Black and Crew, Chicago mm-hmm. tattoo. His shit said, I hate black people. Right. Very visible. <laughs> you know the level, like, you right. got to be committed to this racism That's, that shit. That deep, baby, because you get a tattoo? Uh-uh. You gonna inflict pain. Like, tattoos don't feel well. It's like a cat licking you the wrong. It's right. like, ugh. It's times 20. Right. You gonna inflict pain on yourself to make a point? Right. That you don't like black people? And you put it on your, on your arm to look at your arm every day. That you hate, you, you, I mean, you couldn't just think that in your mind or just you had to get sir, that tattooed on your arm. Pay the fees <laughs> for the KKK what? and right. call it a day. Like, go, it's not even. <laughs> so, basically, dad had that on his arm. They took him to an abandoned house in the woods. Mm-hmm. Now, a little boy, not only while this was happening, but then the teen started texting his mother from his phone saying, we're going to kill your kids. Like, mm. he's about to die. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Number one, I'm not a parent. But then seeing somebody from my child's phone texting me that. Like, mm-hmm. I done flipped my shit. Oh, yeah. I'm sending it up. Everybody going right. to die. Everybody and about then, to die. <laughs> what made it even worse when the little boy, he finally was able to escape. Mm-hmm. But what made it even worse was that when he went home and told his mom what happened he was like mom there were black men and boys like there were bodies in the house already mm-hmm. so it's just like we looking at multiple lynchings mm-hmm. then that's didn't happen he just got away right and so obviously he's traumatized i am truly not bringing this up for a tip for tap right but when i saw what happened also now in texas mm-hmm. different part with this mass shooting mm-hmm. i saw the article I first saw about Xavion was the fact that I wasn't getting attention. Mm-hmm. And then also just saw this mass shooting. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that this, these two stories, when you look at them, is more so a case of we just live in a world where this, where something fucked up is happening so fast mm-hmm. that you can't even keep up? Or do you feel like, yeah, but they specifically are not bringing light to what happens to black kids or to black people. I'm definitely um, on the, on the side of, you know, black people aren't getting attention and, in the, in the means that they need to. Um, Cause lynching is like, it's, we're going backwards, you know, we're going backwards to slavery. We're going backwards to just, yeah, basically slavery. We're going back there by lynching and, and all this other stuff. Thank God he escaped. But why isn't that getting enough attention? Like condolences uh, and prayers go out to the the, the victims of the, of the shooting, but you know we need attention as well. Like black people, we don't get any, we don't get any attention unless it has something to do with um, a white person being in defense of. Right. So I just feel like we as black people need to stick together and like not necessarily divide on like certain issues like we if, got enough that's trying right to us. The, the woke and the unwoke let's let's all be together and focus on the bigger picture and trying to stop you know all of this this okay. racially driven you know issues i mean i have been reading several articles that have mm-hmm. said like we now are experiencing if not on equal level more racism than like the 60s mm-hmm. and that's the thing like this is 45's America, and he's made people comfortable to hate. To hate, because it's like mm-hmm. these feelings didn't go away. It was just a matter of like, oh, sis, we're we're back in? Are we oh. the new fanny packs? Oh, okay, yes, cool. bitch, we've been waiting for this. We hate all y'all. Exactly, <laughs> right, right. No. But when I looked at it, so I kind of look at it as a both. Mm-hmm. 
Now, it's not anything new mm-hmm. that if it's black, if it wasn't a white person involved in it, then it's kind of just like... Under the rug. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, when I saw the quote that the New York Post or the Daily Post put up, that now with this new Texas school shooting, mm-hmm. there have been more students and teachers that have died in 2018 than active military men. Mm-hmm. So... And, you know, that even blew my mind because I'm like, you have several branches of the military. That means more than Marines, Navy, Air Force, Army. Who am I missing? I don't know where the National Guard falls. I think they might. I don't know if they're their own entity mm-hmm. or if they're under the Navy. But I'm mm-hmm. like, that's like four or five potentially branches of military. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me that more civilians have died than five branches of people who sign up knowing that at any given time they can be called away to a war situation? Mm-hmm. And it only being May. It's only May. It ain't even six months into <laughs> the year. It's not even six months, not even half. I'm like, sitting here going like, thank God Chicago ain't got nothing, but the way I'm just like, who next? Like, right, yeah. So for me, that's why I think it was kind of like a both thing, because even when I was sitting there and talking to my coworkers about it, mm-hmm. I forgot. Parkland, to me, seems like it happened a week ago. Parkland happened like in February. Right. And it just... The way things are in my mind, I'm just like, wait, what? Parkland was that far ago? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait, didn't somebody else just shoot up a school before mm-hmm. this Texas shooting? I feel like I missed a couple in between. Mm-hmm. So people already then forgot about the Las Vegas shooter. Right. I was like, oh, yeah, that did happen at that kind. People got shot up at Ariana Grande's con. Mm-hmm. Like, goddamn. Right. You know, it's just everywhere you sitting here thinking and turning, something is happening. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I do, I see, like, the silence over when things happen to black bodies. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also more so um, when people say, like, we're aggressive. Yes. As a community, and that's what really just breaks my heart, we're docile as hell. I know goats that are more aggressive yeah. than black people as a whole. Because there's no way that all of this could continue to have like it's mm-hmm. a powder keg i yeah. see people breaking or mm-hmm. getting to that point but i'm just like people are getting marched up to like for real on some- i feel like the next world war is ha- like about to happen yes yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna come soon because it's a point where how much are we gonna take you know exactly and it like you said it's getting close and i feel like it's coming soon i, I don't want the thoughts and prayers because i also saw me and i kind of blew my mind it's like why do they keep sending us their thoughts and prayers and the, that's what one angel sent the mm-hmm. other angel was like they also keep sending us their children that mm-hmm. blew my mind mm-hmm. i was like Damn. yeah that's deep <laughs> i was like mm-hmm. you're right right um so that's the thing like i mean not to wrap up oh let me think about something funny that happened this week so we mm-hmm. could wrap up so according to ig um oh the racist lawyer from New York that went off on people for speaking Spanish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Girl, when I tell you, I was like, you better slow hand clap for the Latino slow community. Hands. These mugs show somebody found his apartment. Mm-hmm. They organized a rally where they showed up and was blasting Hispanic music. Yes. No had games full being on mariachi bands. <laughs> no games being played. In the outfit, like in the <laughs> cultural, like yes. traditional garb, had they sombreros on. Right. The oversized guitar. Yes. They was out there <laughs> singing Kaylingo. I was like, oh, they are here to fuck with yes. you. And you know he was in the house because they were like, <laughs> the newspaper's like, 
He has not left. They're <laughs> like, good. <laughs> Knock on the door. Hola. He will not sleep tonight. Hola. Hola. Open the door. Girl, I've been up there like, did you order this chimichanga? Right. And they just threw it out. I'm like, fuck you. Like, oh, that touch. I was like, yes. everyone is tired yes. of racist white people shit. Like, everyone, you want to send us back to Mexico? Bitch, we will take we all, bring you Mexico we you. Will take all the cilantro out the country. Right. You will never have seasoned ramen again. And cilantro goes mm-hmm. in multiple dishes. Yes. It's not just a Hispanic thing. It's the Cinco de Mayo that you guys celebrate so much. I was in shock. <laughs> That you to celebrate see so this much. excitement over it. And I'm just like, but y'all are trying to send... First off, mm-hmm. I will drink bleach if you can tell me what Cinco de Mayo is even in honor Mexican of. Mexican people don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo. At all. <laughs> they be looking at they us don't. like, thank you for the revenue to my Abuelita's taco spot. Right. But we don't give a fuck about this day. I heard somebody say, like, a Mexican person was very offended about, you know, people wearing sombreros and drinking and stuff for Cinco de Mayo, and they were saying, like, well, how would you feel if, you know, white people just picked a day to wear afros and stuff? And I was like, hmm, that's a good point, because they're, like, kind of, you know, culturally appropriating their culture, but they don't want to love the people from there. Give me give me one thing that white people have not appropriated. Don't worry, I'll wait. Do, do, do. And that is so according to IG. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, Cavassier VSOP. If you all remember when Buster Rhymes did not have a breast cup size and had dreads and was out here passing it along with Diddy, then let's take it back another notch and enjoy it in the present sense. So the next time that you want to be out here living your best life with your girls or your guys or running through the streets of Chicago or whatever city it is that you are from, make sure that you are doing it with Cavassier VSOP, passing it responsibly and having a good ass time and now let's get back to joy has questions so moving right along to my favorite part uh i definitely was thinking i'm like i need to change the name of this so i have so it is now called so i have a question yeah i actually have several for my boo thing i love questions Uh, (laughs) fire them off girl no so (laughs) definitely i just i need to figure out the secret sauce because you're out here thriving. Like, I, I made the joke earlier, but I'm like, your edge is popping. Mm, you out here, time. you know, <laughs> co-parent. You just got your, you look good. You Thank look, you. I feel I'm like a, a face right now, but thanks. <laughs> well, right well, thanks. Now. You're out here giving happy and blessed vibes. So let's just get right into it, girl. Yeah. We graduated together from mm-hmm. Roosevelt. Now you graduated with a degree in marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Integrated marketing and communication. Right. We were both IMC majors. Yes. How did you wind up being a top beauty and lifestyle influencer in Chicago, like Houseway? Because I'm like, and I get it. Mm-hmm. it. That definitely was something. I was like, I could see that. But mm-hmm. what steps? Like, how did you become that? Okay, so Tammy, which is my mom, she does not play. <laughs> you know, I wanted to do hair, you know, in high school. I always wanted to go to hair school. I was always interested in the beauty industry. But she said, no, baby girl, you got to get that bachelor's first. So I'm like, hmm, what can I get a bachelor's in? Um, so, you know, business, business, marketing, communication. I'm like, <laughs> I can use that to my strengths um, to have that background in the beauty industry because a lot of people go into the beauty industry after high school. So mm-hmm. they lack that real world experience. Um, they lack professionalism and they don't necessarily know how to run a business. Now you could do the hair part. You but can do the hair, but you got to run books. Exactly. And do you want to be buying a chair for the rest of your life? See, I don't. So that's why I'm, you know, I got the marketing aspect. I'm trying to be, I I am a business owner. Um, So that definitely helped with that. And then social media is free marketing. Oh, 
my God. <laughs> I get clients You hear from, that Facebook? Yes. Ain't nobody getting another damn right. ad again. And no paid to post. We ain't got to do all that. Ugh. <laughs> I'm still mad. Right. Sorry. No, you should be mad. <laughs> um, but social media has helped me a lot. It's It's been slow growing. Um, so I've been on Instagram, I want to say, for like six years. And then I recently just got a boost of followers. I was about to, yeah. because that's the thing, like, <laughs> IG, when we started, like, yeah, yeah I got on IG, like, in college, right. you know? And I was kind of like, okay, this is cute or whatever, but I wasn't mm-hmm. sitting here. I don't know when I made the transition from mm-hmm. Facebook to IG. Right. But that's the, you bring up a good point. It's mm-hmm. not like, one day I was at two followers, and the next day, you know, Will Smith added me, and now I'm at 20 million. Like, right. it's not that. It's not. So, yeah, that's another thing for people just... Just wait, you know, you have to wait, wait till your time has come, you know, or wait till that post, that post that you put like so much heart into that post that, you know, you really, really felt something for, or if that the caption you felt something for, um, that might trigger something that might trigger something in somebody else's mind and say like, Oh, I like that. I like what she was talking about. Let me follow her. I like, I like how she did that. I like how she lives her lifestyle. You know, we, we choose what we want to put on social media, but I choose to kind of be a little bit more honest. Like I don't put a lot of my child on social media all the time because you know safety issues and stuff like that are weird people are very weird and creepy um but i still like to let people in my life a little bit you know what i'm saying like because there's also struggles there's times where you know we're broke you know what i'm saying like you know we can't necessarily go to the poconos on for the weekend you know what i'm saying (laughs) so i just want to you know give out like beauty tips or like if i have to promote something that's cost effective or is cheap i want to share that like if i have some shoes for marshall's i would tell you that i paid five dollars for those shoes and you know share that with you so that's why i feel like it's a, mine is a little bit more honest it's not necessarily um all promoted things or all about hair it's about my life too gotcha yeah. so is that what you think is the secret to your success like is that what you think people com- connect most to with your brand is the honesty just Giving them, you know, your comfort level. Right, right. But letting them know, like, girl, this is my life. It ain't all frontals and, Mm -hmm. you know, body lava. Right, yeah, for sure. Because I'm I'm not an IG model. I don't I don't show my booty or or my titties sometimes, but tastefully. I'm all this about a boot moment. This is a so tasteful, girl, a tasteful let them things jiggle. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like I'm very honest. I'm very. Um, just open. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an open person. So, like, if you have to come to me or talk to me about something that like I posted, like, if something struck a chord to you, you know, DM me. Let me know. It's like, it's okay. We can have a conversation. So, with you having to, you know, have multiple brands mm-hmm. that you are either endorsing, you work with Ellie Activewear, mm-hmm. which has really cute stuff. I need to yes. actually look into them. And it's thick girl friendly, which I enjoy. I like a I'm good high impact, <laughs> high waisted legging. Yes, man. honey. And a crop. Oh, yeah. huh. what? What am I wearing now? <laughs> like, like, looks exactly. Crop tops. <laughs> And high ways. <laughs> but in terms of that, and then also you mm-hmm. are an ambassador for Shoe Dazzle, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing because I'm like, I love Just Fab, but Just Fab <laughs> is similar to Shoe Dazzle. Yes, yeah, sister company. Exactly. Yeah. So looking at those brands, like how do you balance that? Because you have also now your hair extension mm-hmm. line or your hair care brand, I should say. Mm-hmm. Then you also have clients because you are a cosmetologist so in terms of that like how do you balance that when you are also a full-time mom like i literally write everything down uh (laughs) literally in my phone or if it's a sheet of paper i'm very analytical 
Uh, a lot of people will tell you that my schedule is to the T. Like, okay, I have to, you know, photograph this shoot on this day, and I got two hours to do it before I have to pick her up, and then I got to go go run to my client. I only got five minutes in between. Like, I literally write everything down, and that that's what helps me a lot. It helps me stay focused and um, just on task so I'm not late doing anything or, you know, there's no mix-ups to be had. Exactly. Okay. So where is your source of, like, relaxation? Because one thing I found is that when you make IG or social media a brand, like, mm-hmm. it takes away the fun aspect kind of for it because now it's like you kind of analyze it's everything. It's a job. It is. It's a job. You know? So how do you balance with, or in terms of, like, when you feel yourself, like, kind of getting depleted or balancing, like, the love life, the you know, the, mm-hmm. the business, the brand, the motherhood? Mm-hmm. Like, what are some of your, like, woo moments or what helps you to balance that? Um, I love doing hair. Like, okay. that relaxes me to, if I'm going through something or if I feel a little sad, like, I would just ask somebody, like, do you want your hair done? Because I need to, you know. Don't you mean, like, this is my therapy I need, right. <laughs> I need to do it. I need to, I need to like, use my hands because it, like, takes my mind off of something. And then I also enjoy trashy TV sometimes. That's, <laughs> like, to indulge in the trash because it's not my trash. So that's why I enjoy to watch it. It's an escape from reality to me. What is it that one specific thing that you want to accomplish for your brand? Like when you look at it, whether it's a short term or long term goal, mm-hmm. when you look at, you know, Celeste Reed, mm-hmm. the entrepreneur, what do you want people to instantly think about you? Um, I just, a, a boss. I just want them to like know that, you know, this girl, like she does everything. I don't want to necessarily uh, rely on the names of my brands, but I want somebody to be like, okay, well, that's Celeste. She does this, this, and this, and this, and not necessarily, like, hide behind my brand, you know, because I'm not just hair. I'm not just clothing. I'm not just a lifestyle, you know, Instagram blogger. Um, I want people to know me and to also know that I can do other things, if, if that makes sense. That you're multifaceted. Yeah. yeah you're giving sure. me, like, Yandy Smith without the messy baby yes. mama drama, yeah, which is time. really <laughs> hard, because I'd be looking like, I want to try her products, but you annoy me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit. Omir and Skyler, they got enough money. They fine. Yes. They don't need my twenty dollars. No, okay. <laughs> they don't. Then, fun question. Okay, girl, deep wave or Brazilian straight? I gotta know. Like, I love me you? a good straight so I can curl it. Really? Yeah. Is that you have to get it already straight to get that like whoop swoop you, back? You can get a good whoop and a swoop because I don't like. Not, yeah. I like straight because then you can just blow it out and be sleek and, and sexy. do it the way you want to. Yeah, but then you can be extra and put some curls in it. Ooh, the deep wave is like it's a little low maintenance. I, I call that vacation here. Okay, yeah. so that's what I need to look into. Yeah, because <laughs> okay. I'm sitting there like, what is it that I need to be doing? Thank you so much, yeah, love, for no coming problem. on. I'm so appreciative that you were able to do this. Thank Yay. you, Lily, also for coming, being an amazing side guest too. Thank you. She was so sweet, but. <laughs> Right now, let us move into the last part of Joy Has Questions. Woo! This week was a... Actually, these past two weeks have been a revelation for my black ass. Child, is is the moon... What is it? In retrograde? No, it's May. Ain't shit in retrograde. People just are showing how trashy they can be. Mm, Um, mm -mm. So long story (laughs) short, I think... And I put this up maybe a couple weeks ago. Like, I really feel like God is moving with a spirit of, like, discernment in this season in my life. And just really trying to ascertain or figure out, like, when it comes to trust, how do you discern if this person is worth your trust? Mm -hmm. How do you continue to evolve in that relationship of trust? And Mm -hmm. the reason why I think that's so important is because we honestly... Or obviously, we think of trust when it comes to, like, do I trust this man? Do Mm -hmm. I trust this woman? Mm -hmm. 
But when I look at it, and taking my Pisces nature out of it, because, you, you know, me as a person, I'm kind of foolish in this sense, but it's also my sincerity, right? Mm-hmm. I will throw 165% into somebody, and then once they start to do me wrong, it's like the demerits start to come. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I need my friends just to be like, girl, fuck a demerit, cancel this person. Right. Like, he's been in your life forever, he ain't gonna do nothing, mm-hmm. or she's not a good friend, leave mm-hmm. her alone, you know? And, and that's what you need your friends for, but... I will say that the good side of that is if I love you, if I find something lovable about you, you know, that faith that you won't do wrong or bad by me. Mm -hmm. The bad side of that is that sometimes it allows you to trust people who may not have the same code as you. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes, actually more times than not, we will share things with people before verifying if they hold themselves to that same conduct or that same standard. That's the issue. Mm -hmm. So when we find out that they haven't, that's what crushes us. You know, it's the expectation that we put on somebody but we never verified if that's how they feel mm-hmm. you know in terms of how they do business right they might be the person that's like well girl i'll still back out on this you know i said i was gonna help you with this but i'll back out at the last minute or i won't follow through because my heart really wasn't in it mm-hmm. so if now you sitting here all upset and frustrated you expected them to be just as into it as you were mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i personally I think that, you know, I want us all this week to focus on tuning into that spirit of discernment when it comes to who you trust. Because trusting the wrong type of person, it can inflict so much damage on any aspect of your life. It can ruin your business goal. It can splinter your faith and love. It can put a crack in your own capabilities. And it can overall lead you to closing yourself off because you can't process your emotions, you know, from Mm -hmm. making potentially a bad decision. But what dawned on me is that trust is an evolving concept. It's something that is contingent on the parties that have the established relationship with one another and also where they are in the journey. Mm -hmm. Like, trust is not solely based on the time that you know someone either. So if you find your intuition telling you to pull back or to even give more trust to someone, you need to listen to those feelings. So not only in business, but in life, it's crucial to be able to see the forest for the trees and determine if the person has your best interest at heart or if they're out for their own game. I think especially with us being professionals, with us being in this, like, who do we want to align ourselves with? Mm-hmm. It really just has to be of, like, keeping your circle super small. More than ever now, I really see the importance of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I only want to rock with the people that have watched me, like, struggle. <laughs> Not even right. trying to be funny. If you ain't, if, if you ain't never loaned me money... Like, and that's a really big thing for me because it's not even pride. Like, I hate struggling. But if I ain't never been able, comfortable enough to be like, yo, can I just hold down like 40 real quick? Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to give that, that's a lot, you know? Yeah. Just whatever that marker is for you Mm -hmm. in terms of if you can trust them, go by that, you know? Because I think it's something, um, if you don't, it it will alter your your perception of people. Mm Mm-hmm. And it will make you be more guarded. But it's a matter of when you find the right people to trust, that's when everything falls into place. For sure. You know, a lot of people, like, I'm pretty sure people may not have been there when you were, like, just starting out. Now everybody, of course. Celeste, ooh, girl, you got a code for these Ellie um, activewear (laughs) or girl. So can I pay you, like, for half? No, you can pay Mm -hmm. me for the whole of the whole. Like, Mm -hmm. you want two bundles or four? Like, (laughs) that is the only conversation that needs to be had. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very true. So going into this week, I want us all to focus on that spirit of discernment and realizing like who is worth your time and who is worth trusting, mm-hmm. especially when you got money involved. Yes. And with that, also 
believe people when they show you who they are. If what? good or bad, you know, if it's a good thing, like if you had an issue with, you know, something like say if you were struggling, you needed forty dollars, and somebody, no, no questions asked, was like, okay, here you go, boo. Know that that person like got your back. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like that's a real one. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll help you out without any questions, without judgment, without without any anything. But also listen to the red flags that are also being presented as well. So always keep your guard up for good and bad things. Don't be naive to you know just because it was good for a second. Oh, but then this happened. But I'm just gonna ignore that because it was good in, in the beginning. No, just always like. Keep your keep your feelers out. Exactly. Yeah. And you can still do that in a positive way. It yeah, ain't, for sure. It ain't got to be no goddamn blow up. Like, right. I see a lot of shit that I don't mm-hmm. say. I got a lot of friends that let me know what the real is without me having to call people out and be like, so, you know, months ago, I actually know what you said. But if I start to move differently, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why. Yeah. Like, because my real ones are letting me know. Right. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, small call out. Next week, do not look for a show. Because your girl is going to be, you know, international waters. Jet I'm going to be setting. crossing the Atlantic. <laughs> I will be in London. Woo! So excited to go have a little me time. Yes. I haven't been out the country in about three years. So oh, it is high yes. time for me to breathe some air that is not polluted in 45th America. Yes. So I will be there. And there will not be a show so use that time, I guess, to tell your friends about how Pop and Joy has questions is and make me, that can be the time where you're catching up on episodes. Yes. So once again, a thank you to the amazing Celeste Reed for coming yeah, in. No problem. Thank, thank you, you for having me. Thanks, boo. <laughs> See? So simple. Um, <laughs> thanks to all my amazing listeners. I so appreciate you all. And I will see you next week after I'm done giving Mother Nature these hands because it is currently 44 degrees outside. Mm. Kill <laughs> everything. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Bye.